Welcome to Half-Baked Theories. This is the official full episode. Yeah! Woo! Last week we had the test run. This is now the official episode. And I'm super excited. <laughs> Tonight, my treat of choice is actually brought to me by one of my best friend's husband who created these beautiful chocolates. It is brown bear chocolates. And it kind of is a beach, <laughs> beachy theme. Of course, I can't even, I can't even remember what she called them. <laughs> but it has an awesome coconut chocolate taste. Um, and it is a stativa, from what I understand, which is awesome. I've tried these before tonight, and they have been beautiful, magically delicious. Um, and the high is very nice. It's definitely a little bit more up. I enjoy it because I still feel like I have brain function. <laughs> And I do like that. I am not a indica girl. I even just having somebody smoke anything that's indica in the room. I have a contact high, and I think I'll just go to bed. <laughs> so this is a delicious treat. And if you ever come across chocolates made by brown bear, you eat them. Eat them. Eat them. Eat them. They're magical. So, I feel like let's get started on the good stuff, okay? We need some, uh, some questions. Okay, so the first question is, who had the biggest impact on the person you have become? Hmm. Huh. Interesting. This is a very interesting question because I have a couple answers. So, there has been people that are positive influences and people that have been negative influences and they both have made impacts on who I have become. So it's interesting because I would have to say it's my parents. And I'm talking about my birth father and my mom. Obviously, my birth mom. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> and the reason why I say it's both of them is because, I know this is going to get deep. I get, we're getting deep way too early. It's okay. It's okay. It's good. So my father was uh, an alcoholic that was abusive, right? So when they divorced, he was absent for majority of my life, right? But I did know who he was and knew what he was capable of. But I think what's amazing is that his absence through my life has helped me build the relationship that I needed to have with my mom 
in a different way. So that made that impact so much greater and so much more important because I would have never developed that relationship with my mother in such an amazing way. I mean, she is my, my best friend. I never would, would have thought in a million years that I could have such a great person and such a beautiful example in my life. I mean, she's amazing. Um, but I would never have gotten a chance to see those amazing parts of her if we didn't go through the struggles we did. And if my father wasn't like, if he was actually around, we would have never had that opportunity. So I feel like it's really bizarre, but it's like he had the biggest impact of who I became as a person because, because of his actions, it taught me so much more of what I don't want to be and who I really want to choose to become later more than anybody else in my life because everyone else has been an influence on who I've become on the journey of my life. But who made the greatest impact and the biggest impact is pretty much him for the fact that he allowed me to have these trials in order for me to come become this person I am today that I, I look in the mirror and I love and I enjoy the person I have become. So we go deep. We go deep, deep. I'm interested to know, like, everyone else's, because I'm very curious, because I know some people, like, usually suggest, oh, like, it's like a teacher in, like, kindergarten or something, or, you know, people that have been kind of placed throughout life, or grandparents, like, because there's a lot of people I can honestly say have been beautiful people that I have had, have made, you know, like, who have helped, you know, sculpt the person I am today. But when we're talking about impact, like there are the people who have made like, like the changes of course in your life. Sometimes like those people are the people you least expect that made the most impact on your life. So it's interesting. Okay. We're moving on, moving on, moving on. Okay, here we go. If you had to get rid of a holiday, which would you get rid of and why? Hmm. <laughs> holiday, holiday, holiday. Hmm. Honestly, I know this sounds weird. I mean, and it's not because like I'm kind of anti-relationship. I feel like Valentine's Day. Like, because I feel like because of Valentine's Day, like, we created Sweetest Day, and I feel like those are, like, unnecessary holidays. Like, I feel like you should be showing the love to your loved one on a regular basis. Like, do you need a freaking holiday? Like, I feel like it's just an excuse for, like, places to, like, just rake in the cash on stupid shit that they're creating just because of this. Now, I love, like, hearts and stuff. Like, I get it. Like, I love love. But I feel like if I could, if I had to get rid of, like, I had to get rid of a holiday, I would say, freaking Valentine's Day. Like, it's useless. It's just like a, a dumb, a dumb holiday. I, I, I don't get it. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> okay, that's so random. Okay, what do you think of standardized tests? 
like, okay. I just the word standardize itself just makes me cringe. I feel like there's there's really no no point. I mean, like all of us learn so different. And like how we take in information that we choose is so different. Like I feel like this is dumb. Alright, I'm moving on from this. Okay, here we go, here we go. Do you care about fashion? Hmm. What style of clothes do you usually wear? All right. So my thoughts about fashion. Fashion is pretty entertaining. Um, the way that people take on trends is hilarious. <laughs> There's some some shit that's like floating around. That's like I don't think, like I don't even understand how it caught on like that, but it did. Um, I don't care about fashion for the sake of like how people who are kind of like snooty about it. I care about fashion because I feel like it matters in the sense of like when you wear something that fits you well. Like, you know and you feel and you become, like, a stronger person, right? Like, you're like, I'm in it to win it. We're about to kill it. Like, this is, like, going down. I'm fierce, you know? So fashion, like, matters because it, it it does something to your psyche, okay? But I feel like there's also, like, this weird thing in fashion that's currently going on I don't get, <laughs> Because I feel like this, these are the beautiful trends that, you know, bounce around. I'm more of, like, I like classic, right? Like, I like things that are, you know, shapes that are basic, that you can dress up, dress down. That's me, okay? I tend to like things that at least fit me well and also, too, are very comfortable, okay? So, I tend to gravitate towards stuff that's... In such a way. Yes, that is a squeaky toy. I feel like she agrees with this conversation. But yes, we we tend to have like this weird thing going on to where it's like ill ill fitted stuff is somehow empowering. I don't get that part. Like I don't if I just wrap myself in saran wrap, like, I don't really feel empowered by that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel empowered when I, you know, when I, when I see myself in the mirror and I have a beautiful silhouette, right? That I can see shapes that look pleasant to the eye. I mean, it's kind of like what we visually see and that what we determine that looks good and, and doesn't look good. It's not like based off of some weirdo. It's based off like what we're used to seeing that is kind of like pleasantly like proportioned. And so like you can create like shapes and looks that makes you super awesome and proportioned in places that look good for everyone. 
Like, the last thing you need to do is, like, literally look look like you're wearing a potato sack. Like, I don't think anybody wants to look, you know, wear a potato sack. But at the same time, I don't think anybody needs to look like they're, like, a sausage in a casing about to explode, okay? <laughs> like, those things don't look good. So I tend to like to wear things that are kind of flowy, but also too fitted in the right places that, you know, gives movement and interest. It's your walking art. That's what's happening. So I guess, I guess in that respect, if we look at it as art, I guess technically wearing, you know, saran ramp is expressing yourself. So however you choose to express yourself, I guess you just do it. So, those are my two cents. Let's move on. Let's move on. Move on. All right, here we go. Here we go. If you could learn the learn the answer to one question about your future, what would the question be? Hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay, I think the only I think I want to know I want to know if I'm gonna have goats. I want to know if I have I'm gonna have goats because honestly, I talk about all the time. I really want goats. I think they're freaking adorable. They're like crazy. They're like chaos covered in hair. I love it. They like literally eat everything, <laughs> and they're like active. I love it. I'm obsessed. So I think my question would be: Will goats be in my future? Um, and that would be about it. I would love to know the answer to that. And I hope the answer is yes. Um, because I would like to know that answer being yes, and then I'm going to have this beautiful farm and all the great stuff, right? Right? So I'm curious to know, like, what question would you want? Like, think about it. Like, if you could have the answer to that one question, like, what exactly would that be? I mean, there's a lot of questions you can come up with like some people I can can hear like when am I going to die or how many children will I have or who will be my husband wife girlfriend significant other Hmm. what would your question be All right. All right. All right. Next question. Next question. What is the most useful app on your phone? Okay. So out of all the apps you have, what is the most useful one? Hmm. Honestly, on my phone, I use a ton of is actually the Ucut video editor. I feel like that one is like that one I actually love the way that it edits videos. Like so if you're wanting to have something to do a quick edit on your videos, like especially for being free, it's probably one of my favorite free apps that you don't have to pay for that actually has like some really cool stuff. And I actually use that more than um, I have another app that I actually have paid into. And it's so interesting knowing that I use my free app more. And I think it's because I like the way um, it has like certain things inside the app 
to uh, manipulate like how, uh, the speed of the video and the transitions and stuff. Like I like it better. Um, that would be probably my most useful app when it comes down to like video editing. But I mean, other than that, I mean, I feel like freaking Amazon. I mean, like I think that app gets used way too much on stupid stuff. I swear, I buy. I buy the weirdest things. Like, if you would just see some of this stuff, like, just random goofy crap. Like, I am, I'm a sucker for it. Like, but it's good. It's good. This is my life. This is what I like. Can't do anything about it. All right. I feel like this will be our final question. Um, because this won't get deep. All right. Do you believe in soulmates? <laughs> soulmates. You know what's so weird is that I've been actually thinking about this quite a bit recently about soulmates. And I think what's interesting about it is the fact that, like, I believe they exist. Like, I believe that you do have a soulmate, someone you connect with, right? But it's interesting because in my life, I haven't really felt that I have met that, like, soulmate. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I've, I actually have felt that. And it's weird because I even look back and it's like, I don't know if I actually have felt like, like real, like, love in, an, in a relationship, which is kind of bizarre. I mean, I felt like I thought I was in love, but I don't know if I was, like, in love with the idea of being in love. Okay, I can't talk. Being in love. So, like, I think I wanted it so bad. I wasn't really sure if I actually, like, opened myself up to really be vulnerable enough to actually experience, like, full-on love. Like, in the romantic sense of being able to, like, be the most vulnerable version of myself because it's been interesting over the course probably the last like four years like my idea of love has shifted and like has a different understanding because i feel like i have the capability of loving so many people in my life like i love all of my friends i love all of my clients i love all of my family um, all of my animals, <laughs> like my plants, they get way too much love. And they're probably like, girl, stop touching me. Um, so it's like, I do love, I think it's just, I haven't been able to experience like what it really is to like be a partner in that relationship. I haven't experienced. And I think it's confusing to me because I don't know necessarily how, like I've learned to like, how to be a daughter, right? I've learned how to be a sister. I learned how to be, you know, um, an aunt, you know, a friend, um, a caretaker. I've learned all those other areas, but I just, I feel like the whole concept of the romantic relationship just like blows my mind. But I feel like it exists. Like, I feel like it's out there. I feel like, I think we're going to meet, hopefully. <laughs> I don't know in this lifetime, maybe a next lifetime. I don't know. Like, but I think it would be pretty neat. Um, 
So yeah, that's what you sounds. I feel like this was super awesome. And um, I'm so glad I got to share it with you guys. I hope you enjoy this little ramble on fest that I had going on. And I can't wait to chit chat again next week. So I hope you enjoy yourself. Have a wonderful night. And yes, the edible has definitely kicked in full throttle. And I am ready for some night night time. So I will talk to you next time. Bye.